The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us again as we start the week off together. Joining us on this Monday morning, and we're glad you're with us, glad you're making the Word of God part of your life, and this is one of the ways you're doing that. Uh, If you're following along, we're still in the book of Philippians. We've been doing this for a few weeks, a couple weeks now, and we are coming to the end of Philippians chapter number three. Uh, So if you're following along, we're going to jump in here at Philippians chapter three, beginning in verse number 15. A little bit of context here. We've mentioned that the theme of Philippians is joy. Uh, We've kind of gone a little bit off of what Warren Wearsby talks about. He gives the idea of the joy robbers, things that can rob our joy. And then in chapter three, talk about the idea of things. Uh, Things can rob our joy if we allow them to. And so really what he talks about is how we can have joy in spite of those things and not allow those things to uh, steal our joy. And he talked a lot about just the core of joy through all of this. And so now he gets done with this concluding thought of the uh, last couple of verses we talk about. And he really talks about this purpose. He goes, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling. I, I go towards the new purpose of what God has for me. I'm putting my past aside. I'm setting those things aside, even though they're there and they're help a bit of what made me. I, that's not my focus anymore. My focus is on the future. My focus is on God's plan for me moving forward. So then he comes in in verse 15. And he's going to talk about about a really a set mindset. Actually, we're going to go to verse 17. I know, I'll get back to verse 15. I'm sorry. So verse 15 talks about a certain mindset. And, he's, and it's really, I, some of the words, especially in the, in the translation, we're using uh, like the word perfect. I'll give you this thought. Anytime you see this idea of word perfect in this passage, it simply just means mature. Uh, and so the idea of perfect means you've come to a place of maturity. That's used several times in the New Testament, but that's the premise of mature. So let's, let's go through and look at this in verse number 15. It goes, let us therefore as many be mature, many be mature. Be thus minded, the same mind that we read in the last verse, that we are setting things behind, looking forward. We're not trying to attain. We're not, we're not focused on the things of the world. We're focused on the things of God. He lets be thus minded. And if any, anything, ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal this unto you. If you're growing in Christ and you want to know and you, and, and you are, your mind is the wrong direction or you're not thinking as you should, uh, go into the Word of God, be close to the Word of God, be in places like this, and God will help you to see it. This is not a matter of you striving to be a certain way. It's you getting closer to God. And as you get closer to God, God will allow you to see the things that you need to adjust and to change and things of that nature. This is not you telling God what's right. This is you going to God and finding out what do I need to change. That's an important call. A lot of times uh, I've heard people say this idea, well, I'm okay, I'm good, I'm this, I'm that. And I often want to ask the question, I've actually kind of gone to this a little recently, when people say, I'm okay with God or this is good, I ask, what about how does God view this? It's a very... I don't want to call it sarcastic. It's not. It's a truth, but it's a bit of a generic question. The question is not, am I, do I think I'm fine? Because a lot of times we do. The question is, what does God say about this? What does God's word say about this, about my thinking, my actions, my heart? That's really the question we look at, filtering through the word of God. According to God's word, how am I doing? That's the maturity level he's speaking of. Am I focusing my thinking on God's word or what I think is okay for Christians? That's a big change there. Verse 16, he says, nevertheless... Where to ye we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule, let us mind the same thing. So we've come to a certain point of maturity. Now when I say this, this is not a point of completeness. This is not a point of I'm better than everyone else. This is just the fact that I'm growing in Christ. 
And as I grow in Christ, my maturity will be seen. And you, you don't have to be saved for nine, you know, 19 or 20 years for this. Maturity in Christ will just be you're growing in Christ. So you see, and this is seen a lot of times in how you respond to things, you know, and James, he says, find a joy when you fall into divers and numerous temptations. And that's the premise, how we respond to things, whether we find joy, our mindset really comes down to mindset, which is seen through our actions. I hope you understand this. Our actions themselves do not show that because the premise is religion says it's put on a front put on an act that's not what we're going through my reactions and things show maturity if i'm reacting poorly and things of that nature i'm not reacting biblically i'm not mature so he's talking about we've attained we're growing we're growing in the same thing let's mind the same rule get the same thinking go the same direction kind of back to chapter two in this idea of unity as a church follow the thinking of god not the thinking of the world then he goes to verse 17 brethren be followers together of me and mark them that walk so as ye have as ye have us for an example. For many walk of whom I have told you often, and now tell you weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ. And so let's jump in here. He starts in verse 15 and 16 talking about a specific mindset. Again, maturity, growth, because you want to have that. Now here's the thing. We understand that our mindset, our thinking ultimately establishes our actions. So we got to go back and find, well, what establishes our thinking? Uh, what establishes our, our view of things? And that's going to come down to what we read, what we listen to, who we listen to. Uh, if you're reading just uh, the news and you know, you're just consuming yourself with the things of the world, you might find yourself a bit anxious. If you're in the Word of God, not just reading it because I got to get 10 verses out of the way today, but what can I learn from God? I'm going to grow in that because the Word of God is what helps me to mature. What is it that's helping establishing my mindset? Then he says here an idea, who is it that's helped establishing my mindset? He tells in verse 17, be followers together of Paul. Now, I, Paul says more than once, be followers of me as I follow Christ. Paul, this is unique. He's an, he's an apostle. It's a unique position. He is leading the church. He's helping to establish the church. He's writing the Word of God. And he says, listen, I'm going in a direction, and I, I, I challenge you to follow me. And it's good to have people. Now, this is not a command in Scripture to have I want to say heroes. Okay, I do this because that pastor does. I do this because this man or this woman does that. Now, this podcast or this person in church, that's not the reason I do something. What I do is I make sure that I place people around me that are godly. And I watch and I, I see. I don't become like them. I follow their example. I learn from them. See, there's a difference there. Am I surrounding people around me that are critical? I will become critical. Am I surrounding people around me uh, that are angry? Well, I become angry. Am I surrounding people around me that are carnal and want nothing to do with growing in Christ? I will become that. Oh, and we may have all the right words, but the actions say more than their words do. So who are you placing around you? And that will be a huge part about who you're, you're thinking. Because the Bible says, can two walk together except they be agreed. You can't connect with somebody. You can't be around somebody for an extended period of time unless you agree with them. So either they already do agree with you or you will change your thinking to agree with them. So who you hang out with says a lot of that. And so be careful who you put around. He says this, for there many walk, verse 18, of whom I have told you often, and I'll tell you weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ. Here's what he describes, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, whose glory is their shame, who mind earthly things. They're, they're consumed with the things of the world. Oh, they might have the right answers. They might claim to be saved. They might know spiritual things. They might have even been in church their whole life. 
where is their direction? Where is their heart? Where are they going? Be careful. They sound good, maybe, but they're truly, because of their true heart, they, they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, God says. Then he says in verse 24, our conversation, our lifestyle is in heaven. From whence also we look to for the Savior, for the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile body, that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, according to the working whereby he is able to subdue all things unto himself. He goes, our, our goal is heaven. And God will take this old thinking, this old body, this old thinking, and he will transform it into what we call the glorious body. He'll give us our glorified body. He will glorify us. We are done with this sinful body. We'll move on. That's what God is. That's our goal down the road. We, we aren't to be consumed with the things of the world. He, and again, it goes back and starts with the thinking. If my thinking is not biblical, then I will be swayed by unbiblical people. If my thinking, and I'm striving, again, striving, growing in Christ, then I will be more and more aware of those who are. And I've watched them. They, uh, you got people who at one point were passionate about God, were active in church, and, and you know, just a couple years later, they barely even attend church. And, and, and what it comes down to is they've put someone around them that seemed spiritual, but their actions should have told them something. And in doing that, they are further from, and don't give me, they'll even say they're more spiritual because they're not doing some of these things. You know, we gotta be careful that uh, what is, who are we placing around? Our ultimate goal is eternity, or it's not earthly things. Are the people around you pointing you to Christ, or are they pointing you closer to the things of the world? Are they encouraging you in service? Are they encouraging you in Christian growth? Or are they really trying to drive you from it? Satan's gonna put people around you that sound good, but in reality, when you watch, are the enemies of Christ. So be careful with that. Remember, the Bible tells us knowledge puffs up. Knowledge of Scripture in itself is not enough if they're not applying it. There's a lot of people out there that aren't saved but have a lot of knowledge of Scripture, or they're saved and they're extremely backslidden, and they're angry and bitter, whatever it is, and they can drive you the wrong direction. The challenge today is to have a mindset that's growing in Christ and then place people around you with that same mindset. Uh, this is not being unkind. We need to be kind. We need to encourage people to come in and be a good influence on that. But those who we allow to influence, be careful that we're putting people around us that help us, that encourage us, and that challenge us to grow. The Bible says iron sharpens iron, so that a friend, sharp, uh, so a friend sharpens the countenance of another friend. It's good. And that's not always, I agree with you, that may be challenging you to grow in an area. That's what we need. If we get people around us like that, we'll continue to grow in Christ. And that's ultimately the desire. So what we can get, continue to get closer to him. He'll take care of the long term, but our direction is going that way. May our focus be on Jesus in eternity and not on the temporal things of this world. Thanks again for joining us on this Monday morning, uh, finishing up chapter three. Uh, tomorrow we'll jump into chapter four, and I hope this will be encouragement. I've always loved the book of Philippians, and I hope this is a help to you. Thanks for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.